Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about faith and work, today we're talking about marketplace ministry, and we have Dan Schott joining us for our discussion. So, Dan, great to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks, Todd. It's a pleasure to be here and saying hi to everybody that's driving home from work today. Hopefully, we'll have a lively discussion and encourage everybody that's out there. I know everybody's had a hard day today. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Hey, we're going to be discussing how a regular businessman or woman can have a ministry right where they work. So, Dan, before we jump right into talking about how God is using you and, and the CBMC ministry to make a difference in the lives of others. Why don't you just start by telling us, hey, how is Christ working in your life these days? Well, that's a great question. And as I enter into the ministry field and, you know, kind of make my living by being in ministry, um, the, Jesus is teaching me to go deeper in my relationship with him. And what I mean by that is it's kind of scary to go out there and start to trust other people for your livelihood, people that are donors. You know, I'm kind of a missionary, a domestic missionary, and so I have to raise my own funds. And, And, you know, 
I'm leaving the corporate world in that I don't have the security blanket of a, a Fortune 500 job anymore or a Fortune 500 paycheck. So he's ministering to me in a different way now. One time I was, uh, as you know, and, and some of the listeners out there, I was hurt terribly in an accident nine years ago. And I learned who Jesus was through a different type of ministry. I went deeper in my relationship with him through suffering. And it seems like now I'm going deeper in my relationship with him as I'm trusting him to provide for me and my Mm, family. And I'm getting to know him in a new and different way. And it's amazing to me. I'm very excited about it. It's new territory. You're used to trusting in yourself for the paycheck. That's right. And now you've got to trust Christ. That's right. It was was probably easier to trust him with good health because, well, you knew it. Good health's going to come from the Lord, right? I that's mean, right. Well, that, that's it, out of our control. And a the lot old adage is, you, you take it for granted. You got something; it's going well. You have good health, or a good job, or a good marriage, and and you kind of sometimes you take it for granted, and then it gets taken away from you, and then you you remember something happens where uh, you know you have to cry out to the Lord, you have to rely on Him for something that's outside of your control, and I'm a firm believer that. The trials and tribulations that we all are called to go through as believers, are there's a purpose to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning some of the purpose behind uh, you know, what he's called me to do now as, as I'm depending on him to provide for me. Yeah, God doesn't waste time. I mean, if time gets wasted, that's our choosing, right? That's that's true. So, well, yeah, I tell you, uh, of course, we're going to talk about CBMC. So now you're all in, you're full-time with CBMC Ministry, Christian Businessmen's Connection. Right. I got saved through CBMC, come to know the Lord through CBMC in 1989 in Indiana. Uh, I, I heard a Christian businessman share his testimony, and that started me on the path of just being convicted and asking myself, you know, have, do I have this relationship with Jesus Christ? I, you know, I started asking myself those questions, and then later uh, trusted Christ as my Lord and Savior. And so, so CBMC has a huge place in my heart. I, I was involved with that ministry in Indiana. Then later, after I moved to Pensacola for years, and then two years ago, moved to Tampa and then a mutual friend of ours through CBMC introduced us. Right. Yeah, I guess you remember that. That's yeah. <laughs> and then we had breakfast, and you shared your story. I shared mine. And we could tell that God had put a similar calling on our life, marketplace ministry. Absolutely. And so we connected. And, you know, just like uh, CBMC connected us, it really is, is now connecting hundreds of businessmen in Tampa Bay who God's put a similar calling on their life of marketplace ministry. That's right. And these are guys that have been involved in all kinds of different business ministries and different things, or uh, guys who are Christians or, or, or ladies who want to serve Christ in the marketplace and just don't know how. So CBMC is doing a great job of connecting that. So can you just share with our audience a little bit, what are some of the ways CBMC does that? Well, it's interesting that, you know, I'm, I'm starting uh, as the Lord calls me into a deeper relationship with him, Todd. I know that many of the listeners out there have started to develop their morning quiet time and they get into the word and they feed on the word themselves. It took a long time for me to learn how to do that. I didn't do it for a long time. I'm kind of ashamed to say. But once I started to do that, I started to understand, uh, you know, I started to get into some of the Greek words that describe uh, some of the things that I was studying. And in this concept that you're talking about, how does CBMC as a ministry, a marketplace ministry, connect people together? Well, there's a Greek word called koinonia, koinonia. And you've heard of this before. And of course, that is a Greek word that means fellowship. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, koinonia means when believers in the family of God get together 
and they're spurred on to action and good deeds by each other. It's something that's very, very special. It's a special kind of fellowship. And there's no fellowship like this without action. So like you, in uh, 1994, I met a CBMC guy. And he got involved in my life, and he brought me through Operation Timothy, which is our discipleship materials, and taught me how to spiritually reproduce. So one of the great things about Operation Timothy, um, we just went through a huge investment. Some uh, some some businessmen invested in uh, the, the program of Operation Timothy, and they digitized it. And they put it online as a tool for anyone to use for free. Operation Timothy is now online for free. You can find it at operationtimothy.com or advanced.cbmc.com. Or you can call into the station and we'll give you information. But that's one of the main ways that we do uh, person-to-person discipleship and teach people how to spiritually reproduce. That's fantastic. You know, I I actually, uh, right after I trusted Christ as my Lord, Lord and Savior, one of the guys, the CBMC guys, a young stockbroker who actually led me to the Lord, uh, he offered to take me through Operation Timothy, and we met every Wednesday morning. Of course, it was supposed to be like a six-week program at the time, it, uh, or it was uh, 12 weeks. There were two books, and then uh, it turned into about two years every Wednesday morning. But he discipled me. Man, I, I put him through the ringer. I had a 1,000 questions, and he stuck with me. And, um, boy, I tell you, um, I've been so thankful for that person. Actually, my second son is named after oh, wow. that that very guy. So uh, Operation Timothy, that was a huge part of my life. So there's other things, too, that's going on. You guys just had your mayor's prayer breakfast, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Over on uh, May 12th, we had uh, Pat Williams from the Orlando Magic, and we went out, went down to the Tampa Convention Center, and Pat shared his testimony about how he came to Christ and how he now has co-founded the Orlando Magic. And uh, we had 800 people come out for that. And, and that's our big annual outreach. So mm-hmm. we invite people all the cbmc chapters in the tampa bay area get together almost a year in advance to pray about and plan that one event and that's a pure outreach to bring people to christ and uh and that that was a real blessing and uh, in addition to that we're now doing another initiative that we call the marketplace ambassador initiative the marketplace ambassador initiative is more of if if the mayor's prayer breakfast is an outreach designed to share the gospel with people marketplace ambassador uh, initiative is an inreach designed to call Christian business leaders to get together and pray for their city. And as iron sharpens iron, uh, get together, pray for the city, and become more effective as ambassadors for Christ. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I attended the uh, Marketplace Ambassador, and, and there's been some great speakers. So you guys have another one coming up this week, right? That's Thursday. right, June 4th at the uh, Tampa Convention Center. Again, this is a luncheon, mm-hmm. so it's 1130 to 1. And uh, we have a website for that set up as well, BeHisAmbassador.com, and you can sign up. There's still tickets available. What's really cool about that, it's just not a threat to any other ministry. I mean, other ministries, church groups, men's groups at different churches – plug right into this this is how how can you get connected in the marketplace and make a difference for christ right where you were because you guys do like little uh there's case studies and different things at the round tables after the speaker speaks questions to answer right right we do uh, 10 biblical attributes and we'll go through an attribute study at the event and it's like i said it's designed to call people the off the sidelines of faith maybe they're not connected in the the faith community but they're christians and they work we want to get them together with other christian business leaders and and to encourage them uh and also to equip them i mean the idea here is 
uh, what are we doing here, guys? I mean, uh, are we being effective as ambassadors of Christ? In 2 Corinthians 5.20, it says that we're if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're given the title of ambassador for him, a representative for him uh, on earth while you're living. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, and, and this is what we struggled with when we thought about this, it's not a question of whether or not you're an ambassador for Christ, because 2 Corinthians 5.20 says that you are. The question is, are you effective as an ambassador for Christ? Yeah. So there's many people driving home today, and I know you're discouraged, and people are honking the horns, and you're frustrated. Uh, you know, I was personally challenged. Traffic is one of my big uh, big problems that, that you could say is a <laughs> uh, it's a problem for me. Yeah, sure. And, when you're trying uh, to get Tampa to St. Pete, it's a problem for oh everybody. Man, it, it's terrible. And so I was challenged, you know, am I an ambassador for Christ when I'm out in rush hour traffic? Yeah, I was challenged. Am I an ambassador for Christ when I go home with my wife? And I'll tell you guys, uh, to the listeners out there, I fail. I fail all the time. But I got to stay close to the Lord. The first biblical attribute that we teach is a, a personal walk with Christ. If you're mm-hmm. not plugged into the source, I mean, when you do fail, when you fail, because we are going to fail, uh, how do you get back up? How do you confess whatever you did and, and let the Lord brush you back off and put you back into the game? And that's just a huge part of what we're trying to do, and that is plugging people back into their relationship with God. That's the key to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So we've got Operation Timothy. That's the one-on-one discipleship. We have the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast. That's the big outreach event. Once a year. For the year, once a year. We have the Marketplace Ambassador Initiative, and that's really in reach to help connect Christians in the marketplace. That's right. And that's bi-monthly. Bi-monthly, okay. And then, uh, now there's one other area that I I really want to spend some time talking about because to me it's one of the most exciting things, and that's the young professionals the under 39. That's right. So what what's happening there with your young professionals? So the CBMC young professionals concept is, you know, for many, many years, CBMC has been around since the Great Depression back in the 30s. Yep. So there's a lot of guys that have brought up a lot of other guys that have brought up a lot of other guys. And, and you know, we started to look at the bench strength. And if you're going to win a pennant, uh, you got to look at the bench and say, hey, you know what? We don't have a lot of the, the young professionals involved in the ministry as we'd like to. Yep. So we started to pray about how in Tampa Bay can we get more of the young professionals together and as iron sharpens iron, start to lead them and train them to bring them up, not only in secular leadership, which they're, you know, they're getting a lot of that from their work experience, but what about Christian leadership? How do we train them up to, to take on ministry responsibility? And I'm not talking about CBMC ministry. I'm talking about all ministry. Yeah. Okay. In their church. In their church, in their families, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So the, the YP initiative was born. Yeah. And so now, as a result of Marketplace Ambassador and some closed groups that we have, we're starting to assemble groups of young professionals that are Christians, that are under 39, that want to see their businesses and their personal and professional lives taken to the next level and, and do the things as they think the Lord would have them do them and develop as leaders as they think the Lord would have them develop. So we have a, a group of uh, young professionals that are going through this program right now. Yeah, that's good. So we have – and there's uh, nine of them in a peer group that that's meet right. once a month, uh, three hours a night uh, in a confidential setting like one of these uh, Christian business roundtable peer groups. Right. And they are sharing life with each other. They're, they're getting some high-level spiritual development, high-level business development, and a lot of great things going on. And, and, and what's amazing is these young professionals, they listen to each other. Yeah. 
And so it's like young professionals are dropping out of the sky wanting to be involved in CBMC right now. So well, it's, it's really cool. Remember we started the discussion on Koinonia, okay? Yes. That fellowship that's under the Lord, the, the family of God getting together. And guess what? When the family of God get together... We're together with the family of God right now. You're listening. And there's a blessing that goes out as a result of getting together and speaking about the Lord. And that's happening in young professionals. Well, these guys, you know, young folks want to be part of a cause. And for Christ to be able to use them to make a difference in the marketplace, for them to be the hands of Christ and the eyes of Christ in the marketplace, Christ will use them. He'll use us to draw others to himself. And we're seeing that with the young professionals. So it's a very exciting time. We were uh, we just ended the last segment talking about the uh, young professionals, the under 39. So let's just kind of go right back to that. So Dan, what would you say if there's some you know old guy out there um, who thinks that the younger generation is missing the boat when it comes to serving Christ? What what would you say to somebody like that? What what are you seeing right now? What would you say to somebody like that who might you know give them a, a different perspective? Well, I mean. <clears throat> I have a little bit of a skewed perspective, so I'm not sure this is what you're looking for. But the first thing I'd ask him is, are you replacing yourself as a believer? Oh, wow. (laughs) So, I mean, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, uh, you know, when we get into Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, and we talk about the Great Commission, go and make disciples, go and make disciples. I would challenge that guy, and I would ask him, have you ever discipled somebody before? And if he said no, I I would ask him, why? And what I would discover, probably, is that he feels like he was never taught or discipled. Mm -hmm. And then I would ask him, how long have you gone to church? And he would say, 20 years, 30 years, or something like that. But we've got to seek to replace ourselves, okay? And, you know, somebody mentored you in your life. Somebody mentored me. I was very, very fortunate to have men that took an interest in my life for no other reason than to spiritually reproduce. I was very fortunate in that regard. Yeah, I was the same way. But, you know, the younger folks, they don't know who to ask. They don't even know that it's available a lot of times. But, boy, they're hungry for it. I mean, I've seen some older guys here in Tampa Bay who are discipling younger guys, and it's an incredible thing. So what's cool is not only are the younger guys growing, and and they're really starting to make a difference for Christ in the marketplace, and, and they know other guys who now become interested. But the old guy is getting re-energized by the whole process. Right. I mean, there's nothing more exciting than sitting in a room full of these under 39-year-old Christian businessmen, seeing them and hearing them talk about how to serve the Lord with their work. And then even praying for unsaved friends. It's just a, a powerful thing. So I, I do. I want to I appreciate what you say about Hey, who have you discipled? We all should be discipling somebody, um, that's for sure. And and that will give us energy, and that's multiplication. And, hey, that's a great place for it to start. And the other thing is, I mean, we can't, um, you know, we can't minimize the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit is calling each person to get into a deeper relationship with Christ. And so we've got to be in prayer. The second thing I would challenge that older guy is, are you praying about what God would have of you? Or who God wants to bring into his life. Exactly. It could be the neighbor across the street or the uh, 
the the young guy that works at the office next door, whatever yeah. it is. And then it becomes a topic of spiritual margin. So once we start to diagnose, once we get under the hood of a comment like that, with somebody out there that, you know, they've read the, the Great Commission, it, the Bible clearly says to go and make disciples, but they've never done it. Well, are you willing to pray about it? Are you willing to pray for God to put somebody into your life? Do you have a willing spirit? So you got to start somewhere. So we, and then we start to diagnose that, you know, understand this. There's a concept at CBMC that we talk about quite often called spiritual margin. Mm-hmm. The, the, the portion of your life where you, you have the ability, the time to even do something like this. What I discover with a lot of men is that they are so task oriented. They have their calendar. They have their phone. They have so many appointments built into their day. They don't have time to do anything. Yeah. They don't have margin. I don't think God designed us to be as busy as we are. Right. You know, I, I mean, that's I, Satan's plan, right? Busyness so. has to be Satan's plan. If Satan can get us so busy that we're too busy to respond to the opportunities that God's put right before us and the calling that God's put on our life, well, then, you know, Satan's happy about that. So, I, you know, I think so much of our uh, problems are self-inflicted and we buy into the busyness. And I'm guilty. I'm sitting here right now. I'm Well, we all uh, are. Yeah, Here's you know, the thing. And I've heard it said that if Satan can't get you to sin, he's going to make you busy. But the idea here is what if somebody on this call, what if somebody driving home today is struggling with this very topic? And this is the opportunity for them to wake up. Yeah. But before we get back to our discussion, it's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. And I would encourage you to go out there and check out this book. So uh, here's my big book highlight. I pulled this one off the shelf, Dan. It's an oldie goody from Dr. Charles Stanley. I think he first wrote this book in 1982. Wow. Reprinted in 92 and other times. Uh, but it's Charles Stanley Handle with Prayer. And what an incredible book. Listen, this is like Praying 101. And speaking of Operation Timothy earlier, one of my Timothys, when I asked him, what's your goal for this? He said, man, I just want to learn how to pray. I, I want to learn how to pray like you and the yeah. pastor. And, and I said, well, we're going to do Handle with Prayer. So it teaches you uh, why prayer, by the way, is Satan's greatest fear. I mean, he, he doesn't like it when we pray and why it seems your prayers sometimes are not answered and how praying and waiting go hand in hand and how to pray more effectively. There's a whole chapter in here on fasting. So I encourage you to uh, pick up a copy of Charles Stanley Handle with Prayer. So we got that call in line open, 855-265-2929. And remember, read this book. Don't wait for the movie. All right. Hey, that's fast. The phone's already ringing. We've got uh, Bo from Palm Harbor on the line, and uh, this is Todd Hopkins uh, along with Dan Schock. We're talking about the Christian Businessmen's Connection, Bo, and uh, Marketplace Ministry. You're on the air. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I just wanted to, to listen to you this afternoon and also call in, share an experience that I've had. Awesome. Uh, with CVMC for those who are listening, um, and also express gratitude to Dan Schock for what he's doing here in in the Bay Area with CVMC. I was a businessman from North Florida, moved down to the Bay Area, needed somewhere to kind of plug in, but also grow in my walk with the Lord. And uh, Dan was an integral part of bringing me closer to that through mm-hmm. CVMC. Um, these marketplace ambassador meetings that I've been to downtown have been really great with connecting me with like-minded individuals who are 
trying to run their business the way God would have them do that. So I uh, just wanted to call in and express my gratitude and also, you know, let some of the listeners know uh, how great it is to have an experience like that. Hey, that's great, Bo. We appreciate you calling. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. So you've started, you, you've seen some of the young professional activity going on here in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I have. It's really cool um, being able to link up with other businessmen and women uh, who are who are all hungry for a relationship with the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, so, quick question, Bo. What would you say to the people that are out there that think about business, that they've got to be the type of person that takes advantage of people in order to get ahead? What would you say about that? Yeah, I would say at the end of the day, um, you know, you need to reflect back during prayer and quiet time to see if that's really what you ought to be doing. I mean, taking advantage of people, in my opinion, is not what you should be doing. But also, God will tell you clearly what you're supposed to do and what your purpose is here on earth. And uh, I highly doubt that that's what he would say to do. Hey, you know, what's funny is I always think of God as a businessman. I know that sounds kind of funny, but think about it like this. That one drop of blood that he covered us as believers with. You think he's going to get a return on that investment? Do you think he wants us to go out and grow and become effective as his representatives? Yeah, and no doubt God's Word has a lot to say about how to run a business. I mean, really. I mean, that's the that's the playbook right there for operating a business and and uh, staying focused. I mean, there's, there's so many areas of God's Word that you can apply to business, which, of course, Dan, is what you're doing. And, and Bo, I'm, I'm so glad, I'm so proud of you, man, to see what God is doing in your life as a young businessman. And what have you noticed out there as far as other young folks? What is it that attracts them to, uh, to the gospel, to, to ministry? You know, there's, there's a lot of things that certainly try to take them in different directions. So, so how would somebody listening to this show reach out to that young business guy across the street or uh, down the hall and try to get them involved in Christian Marketplace? Yeah, I think the first step is just uh, kind of sticking your hand out and inviting somebody to something that that they don't know is out there. You know, when I was a young businessman and moved to Tampa not knowing anybody, um, I thought of it as a place for cool sporting events, uh, really great nightlife, and the beaches. That's really how I measured Tampa in my own mind. Mm-hmm. Once I was introduced to CBMC and got really a good fellowship feeling from the men and women that have come to the mixers as well as the other events, it became that event that would now lead me to Tampa, period. You know, I've been able to to go to, there's a an event this Thursday I'm really, really looking forward to. So uh, I think overall just the best best thing is to invite somebody down the hall to a Marketplace Ambassador meeting. Yeah, you know, young people, they it's all friendships, doing things together. I had uh, my Timothy, um, who's one of our young CBMC guys. He he said he had uh, breakfast with another young CBMC guy the other day, and, and that there were four of them talking about playing golf together. So that's what's cool. This thing starts to spread. It's it's a cool group. And, uh, well, Bo, I really appreciate you, you calling in and joining us on the show today. And, hey, uh, make sure you, with uh, Andrea, leave your address. You'll get that $15 gift card. You can go check out Karish Christian Books and uh, pick you up a, a good book out there. Awesome. Thanks, guys. God bless. 
All right, thanks for calling. Hey, we've got room for more if you want to call in. It's 855-265-2929. And, well, Dan, that's awesome, man. I mean, you just uh, you got real quiet there all of a sudden oh, man, when I'm Bo just... called in because uh, you, you've you uh, played a big role in discipling him. Yeah, Bo's, uh, Bo's one of my Timothys. And yeah. uh, he's a special guy uh, in that he's got a tremendous amount of leadership potential in him. And it's interesting because when I was Bo's age, you know, I had a guy pour his life into my life. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I can't sit here and say, Todd, that I'd be the man that I am today. I wouldn't be sitting at this table if that cbmc didn't stick out his hand to me in fellowship. And it's not any kind of fellowship. It was that koinonia, that Greek word for the fellowship from the family of God. That's the special part. That's the part where the Holy Spirit gets involved. And I just saw something where somebody was, he wanted to give something to me with no expectations of return okay and so i hope that i get to do that with some guys bo's a special guy he's uh he's got a tremendous amount of leadership potential and i think that he's the future of uh, ministries like cbmc and ministry in general yeah amen amen to that so well that is exciting so before we uh Start talking about all kinds of things here. Let's make sure we let the audience know how can they reach you. In other words, how do they find CBMC? How do they contact Dan Shock? What's your website? All those things. Sure. So can you go ahead and just kind of give us the commercial? So anybody sure. listening, and by the way, you may be listening, and you're not some young Christian business guy, but you know somebody. Or it's your son or your nephew or the neighbor. So take down this information. Go ahead, Dan. Tell them how to Yeah, I would just say come to one of our events or come to one of our groups. I mean, our next event is coming up this Thursday. It's a luncheon at the Tampa Convention Center. All the information is on a special website called BeHisAmbassador.com. BeHisAmbassador.com. The event is called Marketplace Ambassador, How to Become More Effective as an Ambassador for Christ. My, My personal information, I want to give you my cell phone number. If anybody out there, and I I think there is somebody out there that's listening to this message that probably needs to call me. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. It's 813-299-9219. That's 813-299-9219. Um, feel free to give me a call. Go to our website. Get in touch with me personally. Um, you know, ministry is a people business, and I just, uh, I'm just i here to try and minister and help as many people as I can become effective as ambassadors for Christ. Yeah, well, hey, right there you have it. You've got Dan's cell phone. But call, listen, don't feel like you're going to bug him because God's called him to this. And if you're listening to this show and have the slightest notion that you should pick up that phone, I would listen to God's calling on your heart and pick it up and call Dan. So, Dan, this this a great lead-in here for my next question because you were in um, – you're a businessman. You're president of a company. And and God was using you in marketplace ministry, and so you went from doing marketplace ministry to now helping others do more marketplace ministry through CBMC. So how has that uh, how's that change been for you? Well, certainly, uh, you know, it, it was. Early on in my career, uh, I've worked for Fortune 500 companies before, and, and you know I was a Christian and I was a businessman, and it just fit like a glove the idea of being in marketplace ministry. Now, as I'm I'm transitioning from full time businessman making a living at business to trying to help others coaching them. Um, How has it been for me? It's been a tremendous blessing beyond belief, and it's been the biggest and hardest challenge in my life. Okay, so tell me about the the challenge part. What's what's the hardest part about it? The challenge part is, as a businessman, I depended on myself 
to get things done. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I was uh, self-reliant to a fault. And, you know, in ministry, being self-reliant, you can very easily toe the line of that becoming an idol. Mm. There's an idol of self-reliance. And so as the Lord has led me out into the deeper waters, okay, where I'm having to learn to trust him, I'm having to learn to depend on him, I'm having to get to know him in new and different ways, um, it's uncomfortable, it's hard, uh, it's challenging, and it's rewarding beyond belief. I'm having to learn to trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm having to learn to stop relying on my own uh, self for the results. Okay. Yeah. So and, that, and, your, and dependency, me, your dependency is growing. Absolutely. And there's something that Mark Whitaker said to me, and you, you know Mark Whitaker. He's yep. a friend of ours. He's uh, you know they made a movie about this guy's life called The Informant. He's the biggest whistleblower in U.S. history. Well, now he works for CBMC. Now he's our marketplace ambassador. Many years later. And he said something to me one day. We were getting ready to hold a marketplace ambassador luncheon. And, uh, you know, I was worried about the attendance. I was worried about getting enough people there. I was worried about doing a good job. And he said, Dan, you got to remember something. Me and you, we're in the efforts business. You put forth your best effort. But remember this, God... God's in the results business. Mm. You trust him for the results. He's the one that's going to make it happen. So that way you can glorify him. Put forth your best effort and then trust him for the results. The hardest lesson I've ever learned. Well, you know, you ought to be able to relate to it because as a business owner, we're in a results-based economy. I mean, we don't make any money if we don't produce results. That's right. So when you think about it and what you said earlier, God created us. He's certainly wanting He's wanting a return on that investment. God took time to make each of us very special, including every one of you listening on the show today. He, he took time to make you very special. He wants a return on that investment, a return on that time. What are you doing for the kingdom? He has you here for a specific period of time, which will end someday. And what was the return that you gave Christ? You received him as your Lord and Savior uh, now he wants to use you. So, well, Dan, I'm, I'm excited for you, man. I, I know it's not easy to go because I was thinking you were talking about, you know, when you're a business leader, you can be any kind of leader you want. You can play to your strengths. You can delegate. You can tell people what to do. But certainly when now you're a leader in a ministry role, it's kind of that lead like Jesus servant leadership model, I guess, where you're just right. serving others. You're probably praying like crazy. And you're trusting and depending in God at a whole new level. That's right. And, and everybody's read in the book of John about when Jesus uh, stripped down to his loincloth and got down on his knees mm-hmm. and he washed the disciples' feet. The creator of the universe got down on his knees to demonstrate to them this great paradox of our faith that the last will be first, that the least will be the ones that become the most. And so a servant... Not a CEO, not a president, not the guy that gets everything given to him, but it's the guy that goes out and serves, the guy or gal that has a heart for serving another person in the name of Christ. That's the person that gets blessed. Yeah. And that's what, you know, it's it's a great uh, lesson to learn that ministry is a byproduct. It's a byproduct. It's an afterthought almost, successful ministry of a successful relationship between the person and Christ. When that relationship, when you get that part right, that's the prime directive. When you're sold out for Christ and, you're, and you have you know, that relationship with him where the Holy Spirit is prompting your life and helping you make decisions, ministry almost falls out of that relationship. So, Dan, uh, we've got a little bit of time left. What, any final words that you want to just share with the audience out there? Sure. Well, I just want to ask for everybody's prayers. 
I want to ask you to, to pray specifically that, uh, you know, there's a scripture in Luke that says, pray the Lord of the harvest, who is Jesus, to send laborers out into the field. So I'm going to ask everybody to pray for the laborers that are out there laboring for Christ. Okay, number one. Number two, to the pastors out there and to the lay workers. You know, we've got some great tools that we want to just give you. We're an equipping ministry. We're not trying to build up CBMC. We're trying to build the person inside the kingdom of God to go work in the vineyard. We're trying to get people busy. So Operation Timothy, those tools are available for free at advance.cbmc.com advance.cbmc.com discipleship you know spiritual reproduction it, it, these tools are for free and then our next event of course that's coming up marketplace ambassador it's this thursday june 4th at the tampa convention center all the information is found on be his ambassador.com that's b-e his h-i-s ambassador.com we'd love to have you come out uh, and introduce yourself and help us to get to know you and if i can personally do something for anybody out there my cell phone number still 813-299-9219. That's awesome. Well, I tell you, Dan, I, I remember when, uh, you know, we started the uh, T- CBMC Tampa Bay Leadership Team, and, and I remember you praying about whether to come on board and do that full time, to be all in, uh, to really, you knew when you got into this, as much as you, you may have not have been able to verbalize it at the time, you were increasing your dependency on Almighty God. As much as like we started this show, you depended on God to heal you from that accident. Uh, now you're depending on him for everything. The fruit, it's there. We're, we're seeing it. I mean, men are on fire. These rooms are filling up. The meetings, the marketplace ambassador. There's people excited. I see yeah. new faces every time. And there's a ladies group involved, too, by the way. Yes. It's not there, just men. That's right. You've got we, we have CBMC because it's a over, what, 75-year-old organization. But right. There are women business people who are involved. They're, they're at these marketplace ambassador, ambassador meetings, events. Right. And, and you, uh, I think you mentioned to me once that they've even got their own little, uh, peer, uh, what is it, a women's group? Yeah, going. a weekly ladies group that meets. Uh, we have a, uh, It's all women. It meets on West Shore. And uh, absolutely, it'd be a blessing to have some ladies that are in business, that are Christians, get plugged in with them at the Marketplace Ambassador event. There you go. So you can uh, learn more about that. If you're a lady listening, you want to plug into some other business lady events, then, uh, well, you can call Dan. He can put you in touch with the um, the people in charge of that. and uh, Or you can go to BeHisAmbassador.com and learn everything you need to know. Just start searching on there. There's something for everybody. You know a young professional, put them in touch. BeHisAmbassador.com. I tell you, it is so much fun. You know, God allows us to do this. It just still amazes me sometimes. I don't don't got to do it anymore, Todd. I used to think that ministry, man, I got to do that. I felt kind of like, ah. Like something you were doing for God. Right. But now I I get to do it. What a privilege it is because I shouldn't be here. You know what? I should have been killed in an accident. Now I get to serve. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. So, well, listen, I want to just encourage everybody uh, to uh, make a difference for the kingdom. Get out there. Remember, where you work, you can be the hands of Christ. So I want to encourage you to do that. It's what I work for him is all about. We work for Jesus Christ. Hey, I also want to um, remind you that Jim is looking for a 1,000 people in Tampa Bay to take the challenge to look at their workplace as their mission field. A, a thousand people who are willing to pray for their co-workers and their employees who will look for ways to serve those co-workers 
and employees and be ready to pray with them right there in the workplace. Do you represent Jesus Christ where you work? Do your coworkers know that? And by the way, if we claim to be a Christ follower in the marketplace, it, it puts a little bit of pressure on us. We have to be excellent in what we do. I believe if we, if we claim to be Christians at whatever job God has us at, even if we don't like the job or even if we don't like the company we're working for, we should be excellent. We need to set that kind of example. And so go to I Work For Him website, click Contact Us, and sign up. Be one of those thousand people that want to serve uh, and and be a Christ follower in the workplace in Tampa Bay. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. 